panchakosha vivekakhyam prakaranam this prakaranam which is called panchakosha viveka aarabhamanaha acharya the teacher namely vidyaranya swami aarabhamanaha who is now going to start this chapter this third chapter in the beginning tatra shrotra pravrutti siddhaye in order to have the pravrutti in order to make the the listeners shrota or the readers interested so pravrutti siddhaye you must make the readers or make the listeners you know interested in listening to what you have to say it's important so when would anybody be interested in what you to present when what you present present is meaningful and purposeful to the other purpose other person and so sab prayojanam abhidayam suchayan everyone is interested in prayojanam what is the purpose of what i am going to hear or what is the purpose of what i am going to read so that's how the shrotas or i mean the, uh, the shrotas can be made to be interested or pashaka in case of reading they can be made interested in the material that you would present provided what we present is meaningful to them so prayojanam what is the purpose if it is purposeful to them not to me and so what is necessary is that what we say should be meaningful to the listener not necessarily meaning not only meaningful to you so teacher must teach what the student wants to learn i mean this is the uh, the fundamental Uh, rule i would say that that's how it should be the teacher should teach what the student wants to learn or first create in him a desire to learn and then teach but unless there is a desire to learn the teaching or communication doesn't become effective at all so in order for the communication to be effective there is a there is a necessity it's necessary that there should be need for that so you must create a need so here also if the shrota the listener in this case finds a need for listening to this particular discourse then alone they will show any interest <coughs> so first prayojanam abhidayam sab prayojanam along with prayojanam abhidayam abhidayam means vishaya what's the subject matter suchayan these things are indicated here mukhatah mukhatah means openly or in words chikeshitam chikishais kartum ichcha chikishitam what is desired to be composed chikishitam grantham this particular text or this particular chapter which he desires to compose pratijanite first of all he makes a pratigna so what is it that he is going to present to us is what is proposed here in the first verse of the third chapter <coughs> what is the purpose of that shrotru pravrutti siddhaye in order to make the shrota be interested in it in order to to arouse an interest in him and make him listen to this and for that prayojanam and abhidaya abhidaya means the vishaya the object both are being stated here <coughs> says the first verse guhahitam brahma yattat ब्रह्मक that brahman which is guhahitam so guhahitam hitam means that which is placed in guha guha means a cave brahman that is placed in the cave or that obtains in a cave that brahman panchakosha vivekatah by the viveka or discrimination of this panchakosha the five sheets bodhum shakyam thus brahman that shines in the cave can be known if we are able to discriminate the brahman from the five kosha <coughs> tatah therefore kosha panchakam ravi vichyade <coughs> therefore we are now going to present a viveka of this kosha panchaka or this five koshas 
So what is prayojanam? Bodhum shakyam. That, that Brahman, Bodhum shakyam. It is possible to know Brahman when we discriminate it from the five koshas. And then the knowledge of Brahman becomes what? Prayojanam. So purpose of what this, what is going to be presented is, is to know Brahman, knowledge of Brahman. And it's well known that knowledge of Brahman is the direct means of freedom or liberation. So moksha, if it is a purpose, the direct means for moksha is Brahmagnanam. And how can you know Brahman? By Panchakosha Viveka. And since Brahman can be known by Panchakosha Viveka, therefore, what is the subject matter? Kosha Panchakam Ravivichade. We are now going to talk about the Kosha Panchakam, the five Kosha, the Viveka of the five Koshas. <coughs> so Abhidaya means subject matter also is indicated here. <coughs> Says the Tikagara, Yo Vedan Hitam Guhayam Parame Vyoman Brahmavid Apnodi Param Tadesha Bhukta Satyam Jnana Manantam Brahma Yo Vedan Hitam Guhayam Parame Vyoman So Snude Sarvan Kamansaha Brahmana Vipaschita Iti So Brahmana Vipaschita Brahmana Vipaschita as there is a Thambhuta Tritiya, as Brahman which is Vipaschit. Vipaschit mean, meaning that which is enlightened, meaning of the nature of knowledge. So Brahman which is of the nature of knowledge. So as Brahman, Brahmana Vipaschita, Vipaschita also is third case. So Brahmana Vipaschita, as Brahman that is Vipaschit of the nature of knowledge, omniscient. <coughs> so Shnute Sarvan Kamansaha. Sarvan Kaman Saha Asnude. He Asnude enjoys the experiences. Sarvan Kaman Saha. All the desires simultaneously. As Brahman, this one enjoys the pleasures or the fulfillment of all the desires simultaneously. Meaning all his desires are simultaneously fulfilled as Brahman that is omniscient, as Brahman that is of the nature of awareness. Who does this? Saha Asnude. Yahasnuda, who is it? Yo Vedanihitam Guhayam Parame Vyoman. Yaha Parame Vyoman Guhayam Nihitam Veda. One who comes to know that which is Parame Vyoman. Guhayam Parame Vyoman. There is a cave, Guha. In that there is Parama Vyoma, meaning the supreme space. So in the cave there is the space, and that space which is Brahman, one who knows. Or in the space there is Brahman, the one who knows that. And what is that Brahman? Satyam Jnanam Anantam Brahman. Brahman which is Satyam Jnanam Anantam. Satyam is that which is true, Nirvikaram. Jnanam which is consciousness. Anantam which is limitless. And so Brahman that is true, changeless, of the nature of knowledge, meaning self-effulgent, self-evident and limitless. So limitless knowledge limitless, changeless knowledge, which Brahman is, which also amounts to the self, because only thing in the creation that is conscious is myself, nobody else. And so Brahman, if it is Jnanam, Jnanam is conscious, that means Brahman also is a self, <coughs> which is in the Guha, which is in the very cave, the one who knows that Brahman, well, he gains the Ananda, he gains, he fulfills all his desires simultaneously. Meaning whatever one would, whatever happiness one would gain if all the desires were simultaneously fulfilled. Meaning the limitless happiness, because how many desires do we have? Countless. And if all of them are simultaneously fulfilled, how much joy would you get? Limitless. Meaning ananda. And so by knowing Brahman, one gains the experience of ananda, or one enjoys ananda. That shows that, that knowledge and ananda must be same. By knowing something, if I feel happy, if ha- knowledge itself brings out happiness, that shows that knowledge is happiness. Meaning jnanam itself is ananda. Otherwise it cannot happen that merely by knowing Brahman that I am happy. That shows Brahman itself is of the nature of happiness. <coughs> so yo veda nihitam guhayam parame vyoman iti shrutya. Parame Vyoman, Vyoman should be Vyomni. Parame Vyoman, that seventh case, you know, we have to read there. 
So parame vyomni, in that supreme space, vyoman space, guhayam, in the cave, nihitam, that which is placed or that which obtains in the cave, in the form of parama vyoma, that vyoman itself can be said to be Brahman. In the cave, there is supreme space. What is the supreme space? Indeed Brahman. And one who knows that, so he knows, he gains Ananda. <coughs> In short, this one shows that Brahman is Guhayam Nihitam. Brahman is placed in a cave or Brahman obtains in the cave. What is this cave? It is Shrutya Guhayitatvena Abhihitam Yad Brahmasti. So by this particular statement of the Shruti, Guhayitatvena Abhihitam Brahma. That Brahman which is Abhihitam, which is there stated as Guhayitam, as placed in a cave. Hitam is the past participle of the root Dha. Dha means to place. And the past participle is what? Not Dhatam, but Hitam. It's interesting. So Hitam means that which is placed. Guhayam Hitam. Guhahitam, that which is placed in the cave. Guhahitatvena abhitam. So Brahman, that is stated there as obtaining in the cave. Yet Brahmasti tat guhashabdavachya annamayadi kosha panchaka vivekena knyatum shakyade. Tat Brahma bodhum shakyam. Bodhum shakyam means knyatum shakyade. It is indeed possible to know that Brahman. How can you know it? Says Panchakosha Vivekataha. How, what relationship does Panchakosha have with Guha? He says, Guha Shabdavacha Annamayari Kosha Panchaka Vivekena. Guha means the cave, and these five sheets themselves are cave. It is interesting how Taitriya Upanishad presents Brahman as placed in the cave, and then never talks about that cave. Yo Vedanahitam Guhayam Parame Vyoman. For no Brahman which is in Guha, well, he, he gains all the Ananda. And Upanishad never explains what this Guha or the cave is. Instead, the Upanishad talks about the five koshas, you know. Annamayaha, Pranamayaha, Manomayaha. And therefore, the teacher here says that what is referred to as Guha or a cave in that first statement itself is expounded as the five sheets. So, Guha Shabdavacha Annamayadi Kosha Panchaka Vivekena So that Annamayadi Kosha Panchaka Kosha Panchaka, the five sheets. Annamayadi, beginning from Annamaya. So, beginning from his gross body, that five sheets themselves are called Guha. Guha Shabdavacha That which is the direct meaning of the word Guha or the cave is his five sheets. <coughs> and kosha panjaka vivekena by vivekena prasakkaranena by discrimination of these five koshas yet brahma guhahitam asti tat nyatum shakyate that brahman which is placed in the guha which obtains in the cave nyatum shakyate that can be known tataha therefore tesham koshanam panjakam kosha panchakam is koshanam panchakam kosha panchakam that five koshas pravivichyade the verse is pravivichyade prakarshena vivichyade so viveka shabda comes from dhatu which you know so uh, which means prasakkarane so vivichyade prakarshena vivichyade uh, prakarshanam is what? Pratyagatmanaha sakashad vibhajya. We are not only going to make, do viveka, but prakrushta viveka. In a very exalted manner or in a very proper manner, this Brahman is going to be discriminated from the Panchakosham. So, that prefix pra, which stands for prakrushtam, something distinguished, is explained as prakarshana vivichyade. Prakarshana means Pratyagatmanaha sakashad vibhajya. Vibhajya, distinguishing it from or separating from Pratyagatmanaha sakashad. Fifth case. <coughs> Pratyagatmanaha could be sixth case also. Therefore, in order to clarify that it is fifth case, the Tikagara says Pratyagatmanaha 
सकाशात फ्रॉम दि प्रत्येकात्मा विभज्य प्रदर्शित इत्यर्थ है सो दीज फाइव कोशास आर गोइंग टू बी डिस्क्रिमिनेटेड और डिस्टिंग फ्रॉम दि प्रत्येकात्मा एंड दैट इज हाउ वी शर शो दिस वी ही वॉन्ट्स टू मेक अस अंडर नो ब्रह्मन बाय डिस्टिंग विशिंग फाइव कोशास फ्रॉम प्रत्येक आत्मा दैट्स इंटरेस्टिंग दैट ब्रह्मन कैन बी नोन वेन वी डू द विवेक ऑफ प्रत्येक आत्मा फ्रॉम फाइव कोशा प्रत्येक आत्मा मीन्स the indwelling self the inner self how can you know brahman by doing viveka of atma and anatma only where brahman where atma otherwise that's not possible so if brahman were different from atma then by this atma anatma viveka you would never know brahman but then what obtains in the guha the kyo that five sheets is brahman and that itself is atma so what is going to happen now is atma anatma viveka that's what taitriya upanishad also does although talks about brahman but the viveka that is done there is atma anatma viveka <coughs> okay so this is what this chapter is going to do is viveka or discrimination of atma and anatma in the form of the five sheets <coughs> nanu ka iyam guha निहितं ब्रह्म कोश पंचक विवेक अवबुद्धते आशंक्य क्वेश्चन कायम गुहा केयम केम इज कायम गुहा विच गुहा इज दिस विच केव इज दिस यम निहितं ब्रह्म ब्रह्मन प्लेस्ड इन विच कोश पंचक विवेक अवबुद्धते ऑल एटलीस्ट हेलस वट इज दट गुहा वट इज दट केव in which brahman which is placed can be known by discrimination with the five koshas it ashankya with that doubt that question shrutya guha shabdena vivakshitam arthamah so what is vivakshita vivakshita means what that which is thought to be conveyed vaktum ichcha vivaksha vaktum ichcha vivaksha desire to stay desire to say is called vivaksha and vivakshita that which is desired to be stated so vivakshitam artham the artha or the meaning which is desired to be stated by the word guha by the upanishad is being stated here in second verse what is it the upanishad means by the word guha that meaning is given in the verse 2 here <coughs> so this becomes like a elaborate bhashya upon the taitri upanishad understand or an elaborate commentary so bhashya is there but still what is not covered in the bhashya or the or the, there is a presentation here which is of a different nature and that gives us an insight into what taitri upanishad has to say as we said such texts are like explanations or commentaries upon the upanishad brahma sutra etc <coughs> so verse number 2 gives us a the meaning of the word guha or the cave which is intended by the upanishad <coughs> deha dabhyantar of prana deha dabhyantar of prana prana dabhyantaram manah tatakarta tato bhokta ಗುಹಾಸೇಯಂಪರಂಪರಾಣಾಮಯಕೋಶಾಯಿಸ್ಪರಾಣಾಮಯಕೋಶಾಯಿಸ್ವಿಧಿಂದಿ ni what is what we mean by the manah the manomaya kosha is within the prana tatah karta anyone within that manomaya kosha is karta meaning vijnanamaya kosha tatah bhokta even within that vijnanamaya kosha is bhokta or the anandamaya kosha guhasa iyam parampara iyam parampara this parampara the whole sequence is called guha this whole series of this koshas itself is called guha that's all 
that footnote number one there said panchakosha bhya vivekena atmanah jnanam panchakosha anatmatva pratipadanam cha asya prakaranasya prayojanam so prayojanam the purpose of this chapter is panchakosha bhya vivekena by discriminating the from the panchakosha atmanah jnanam that uh, knowledge of atma panchakosha anatmatva pratipadanam so what this chapter seeks to do is to establish how the five koshas are anātma and that is how you can know the ātma. Because there is what we call aviveka, like the ayaf pinda, taptayaf pindavat, like the red-hot iron ball, how the iron and the fire have become one with each other as though tādātma is there, and so also the ātma and the anātma in the form of pancha kosha, that is tādātma, and so it becomes necessary to do viveka. <coughs> so, knowledge of Atma and the knowledge of the fact that Panchakosha is Anatma. This is what will be stated in this chapter. <coughs> okay then, uh, now going to the second verse, the commentator says, Dehad Annamayat Pranaha Pranaha means Pranamayaha Abhyantaraha means Antaraha The verse is Dehad Abhyantara Pranaha Deha means from the deha. What is meant by deha? The body, annamayad. So this body itself is annamaya koshaha, the gross body. So as compared to this gross body which is annamaya koshaha, pranaha abhyantaraha. Prana means pranamaya koshaha, abhyantaraha. Abhyantara means antaraha. So as compared to the gross body which is annamaya koshaha, the prana is within. What do you mean within? Physically within? But in this case, physically within also. But in order to say within, we must say that prana is in fact the atma of annamaya kosha. Prana is controller of the annamaya kosha. Prana is more pervasive than annamaya kosha. So more pervasive, superior, controller, all of these are meant by the word inside. So usually inside. You see, when you go to an office for example, Inside always is the boss and outside. The boss has a, has a room there, you know, office. Other people will be all sitting out on the desks, all right. One has an office, he is always inside. Inside is always superior to the one who is outside. That's a general rule. There are different ways of communication. How do you communicate the superiority? So superiority is communicated by inside-outside, by proximity also. In the inside-outside also, those who are closer to him are superior to the fellows who are away from him, you know. And then by the size of the office, by the kind of the office, and so on and so forth, there are various ways of communicating the superiority. It may not be written on your forehead, or may not be written there on the, uh, the nameplate, but still from the very office, you know, hey, he has a carpeted office, or something like that, you know. In India, an air-conditioned office. So that shows superiority, or one who is a controller, superior, the boss, and so on. Or the self also. If he is not there, there is a chaos completely. If he is there, there is an order. So thus, Atma provides an order. Otherwise, the whole system would be in chaos. So that which provides an order, that which controls, that which is inside, that which is superior, this is generally called Atma. <coughs> in that sense, Anyantar Atma Pranamaya. When Taitri Upanishad says that Anya Antaraha, that as compared to this gross body, there is someone who is different and who is inside, this Pranamaya is Atma of the Andamaya. In this sense, if Pranamaya were not there, this Andamaya Kosha would be totally in chaos, would not be, would disintegrate, would not survive. What holds the whole thing together is that Pranamaya Kosha. So therefore, it is said to be Atma of Annamaya or inside Annamaya. <coughs> then Pranat Abhyantaram Manaha. Pranat means Pranamaya as compared to the Pranamaya Kosha. Manaha means Manomaya Abhyantaraha. The Manomaya Kosha is Abhyantaraha Antaraha. He's, it is still inside. Tataha Karta. Tata means what? Manomaya Karta. Karta is what? Vijnanamaya. Vijnanam yajnyan tanude. 
कर्माणि तनुते च विज्ञान यज्ञ तनुते कर्माणि तनुते च विज्ञानम यज्ञ तनुते हु इज वन दैट परफॉर्म्स यज्ञ इज विज्ञानम कर्माणि तनुते च हु परफॉर्म्स ऑल दिस डिफरेंट एक्शंस दैट विज्ञानम सो विज्ञानम इटसेल्फ इज करता सो वेयर कर्तृत्व बुद्धि इज द सेंस ऑफ एजेंसी द सेंस ऑफ डूअरशिप लाइज वेयर इन विज्ञानमय कोश है और इन बुद्धि सो सेंस ऑफ डूअरशिप इज इन बुद्धि सो इट्स ऑल्सो कैन कॉल बी कॉल करता और इट कैन बी कॉल विज्ञानमय कोश है बिकॉज बुद्धि हैज अनदर फंक्शन नेमली नॉलेज विज्ञानम एंड ऑल्सो कर्तृत्व बोथ आर इन बुद्धि विज्ञानमय आंतर अनुषज्यते अनुषज्यते मीन्स इट शुड बी ऑल्सो इट फॉलोज आंतर ततःकर्ता मीन्स वाट ततःकर्ता आंतर ततः भोक्ता आंतर हाउ यू शुड बी ततः विज्ञानमया भोक्ता आनंदमय सो भी पूर्वद आंतर एंड एस कंपेर्ड इवन कर्ता और विज्ञानमय कोश वर्ड इन साइड भोक्ता सो वेर इज भोक्तृत्व इन दी आनंदमय कोश है दैट्स भोक्ता सो भी पूर्वत आंतर है एज बिफोर भोक्ता ऑल्सो इज इन साइड करता इज एंड इंटरेस्टिंग भोक्ता इज सुपीरियर टू करता भोक्ता मीन्स एंजॉयर एंजॉयर इज सुपीरियर टू द डूअर बिकॉज वॉट फॉर दिस फॉलो डज ऑल दिस थिंग्स What for does the buddhi do different perform different actions what for does the buddhi gain different knowledge so that you will be happy so to enjoy and to gain happiness alone then the karma is the knowledge is and therefore who governs the functions of the buddhi that bhokta he directs the buddhi do this so that will be happy know that so that we can do this so gain this knowledge so i can do this and do this So I can get that. When I get that, I'll be happy. So knowledge serves the purpose of karma. Karma serves the purpose of karma phala, and karma phala gives me happiness. And that's how the whole sequence goes. And thus, that bhokta or the enjoyer, he governs the functions of, he directs the karta to do various things. And then karta, then this mana is called karanam. Mana is karanam means is an instrument. Which the karta uses for different purposes. The karta says, "Hey, mind, come on, tell the prana to do this," and so organs of action they become active to do something. Come on, tell the eyes to gain this knowledge. Tell the ears to do this. So this mind, manah, it becomes the karanam for gaining different knowledges or for gaining performing different actions. And that scheme is fulfilled through the organs of perception. and organs of action <coughs> okay so tatah vijnanamayat bhokta anandamayah so bhi purvat antarah antarah ityarsa aur antarah ityarsa sayam guha sayam parampara sayam is odd sayam annamayadi anandamayantanam parampara guha shabdena uchyate ityarsa this parampara This whole sequence or a series, beginning from Annamay Annamayadi, Anandamayantanam Parampara. This Parampara or the sequence beginning from Annamaya up to Anandamaya is called Guha. So, what the Taitri Upanishad means by the word Guha is this whole series of the koshas beginning from Annamaya to Anandamaya. <coughs> all right so this is established now now the teacher directly proceeds to do the kosha panchakosha viveka idanim annamayasya swarupam tat anatmatvam cha darshayadi now the next verse shows swarupam what is the nature of annamaya tat anatmatasya anatmatvam cha that this annamaya is anatma तस्य अनात्मत्व इज वॉट सह अनात्मा अन्नमय अनात्मा दर्शयति 
Next verse shows what is the nature of Annamaya Kosha and that Annamaya Kosha is Anatma, is non-self. Both of these points are shown there in the verse 3. <coughs> Pitrabhuktanjadviryad Jato Nenaiva Vardhate Dehasson Namayonatma Prakchordham Tadabhavataha Pitru Bhaktaat, Pitru Bhakta Annajat, Viryat. So Viryam that is born of the Annam that is being consumed by the parents. Jataha, this fellow is born. This body is born from what? From the Virya that is that is from the food consumed by the parents. Is born of Annam, Annenayu Vardhate. It also grows by Annam. Again, Anne praviliyate, it gets back also into annam. Therefore, it's called annamayaha. Sahadehaha annamayaha. This body is called annamayaha, means modification of food. <coughs> That's its swarupam. So, what is the swarupa of annamaya? Is that which is born of annam, sustained by annam, goes back into annam, is called annamayaha, the modification of annam. And it says, Natma, na Atma. This Annamaya is not Atma. That's the Pratigna, Sadhyam. Why do you say, Prakcha Urdham Tad Abhavataha? This is the Hetu. Tad Abhavataha. Tasya Abhavataha. Since this Annamaya is absent, is not existent. When? Prak. It is not existent before the birth. Urdhamcha. Not existent after the death also. And therefore, it is anātmā. Since annamaya or the body is not, it does not exist before the birth or it is not there after the death, therefore it is anātmā. <coughs> See, in one verse so many things are told, you know. Tells us what is the nature of annamaya, what annamaya is anātmā and also tells us the hetu, the reason for that. <coughs> is explained by the Tikagara Pitru Bhuktan Najat Matra Pitru Bhuktat Yava Vrishyadi Lakshanat Anna Jayamanam Yadviriya Masti Tasmad Viryat Yodeho Jataha Yascha Jananantaram Kshiradi Annenayo Vardade Sadehaha Annamayaha Annasivikaraha Saatmana Bhavati Pitru Bhuktan Najat Pitru Bhukta Annajat Pitru also means Matru. It's called Ekadesha Samasa, in which one of the words is dropped. So one word stands for two words. You must have heard this verse, Jagatav Pitarau Vande Parvati Parmeshwarau. So Kalidasa says, My salutations to the parents of the whole creation, the Parvati and Parmeshwara. Parvati and Lord Shiva are the parents of the whole creation. My salutations. Pitarau Vande. Pitrava is the dual of the word Pitru. But they are both Mata and Pita. Both are Pitaro means parents and not merely fathers. Pitaro would mean what? Two fathers, you know, because dual of the word Pitru. But what does it mean there? Parents. Because the word Pitru in this case also stands for Matru. So Pitru Bhuktan Najat means Matru Pitru. That's why the Tikagara says Matru Pitru Bhuktad Anajat. So that annam of the food that is consumed by the parents. Yava vrihyadi lakshana. What food do they eat? Yava, vrihi, etc. So barley and wheat, etc. So these are the, this is the rice, etc. This is the food that is eaten by them. Anna jayamanam yadviryam asti. That viryam, that is the product of this food. Tasmad viryat yo deho jataha and this body which is born from the semen and the blood that is that is formed from the food eaten by the parents from that this body is born so this deha meaning it is born of food of the product of food 
Yaschananandaram Shiradi Annaneva Vartate. And having been born, how does the body grow? Annena by the food alone. But we don't find a little infant eating food. What do you find there? Kshiradi, you find him little infant drinking milk. So milk also is included in food. Annam includes also Kshiram means milk, because Kshira itself is a product of Annam. <coughs> So, janana anantaram kshiradi annenayo vartate. After the birth, the body grows by annam in the form of milk, etc. Sa deha Deha means what? Sthula deha hai di bhava hai. That gross body. Annamaya hai. It's called annamaya hai. What is maya here? Maya in the sense of vikara. Annasya vikara hai. It's not food, she says. Swami is very fond of elaborating this point again and again. It's not food sheath, it is modification of food. It's not that the only chapadi etc. sitting there, but it is the essence of the chapadi etc. which which forms this body. So Andamaya is just, you know, you have some point. So translation again. So food sheath, you know, all right. And so it should not be called food sheath because it's not food sheath. The sheath made of, if you want to feel sheath made of, modification of food. <coughs> and that applies everywhere. So it's a mental sheath, etc. Everywhere it's all modifications. Natma, it says, Saha Atma Nabhavati. This Annamaya, the gross body, Atma Nabhavati, is not Atma, is not the self. Kutaha, Kutaha hetaho. For what reason do you say that? This question will automatically arise when somebody says it is not Atma. Kutaha. Why do you say that? Ityataha. If that is your question, Aha. Then the answer is given. Prak chordham tadabhavadaha. Janmanaha prak manana urdham cha tadabhavadaha. Tasya deha se abhavad ityataha. Abhavadaha is fifth case. That tasil pratyaya means can apply in several cases. So the Tikagara explains, Abhavata means Abhavat. Janmanaha Prak, before the birth, Mananat Udham, after the death, Tad Abhavataha, Tasyadehasya Abhavat. Since this body is not existent before its birth and is not there after the death, therefore we say that this gross body is not Atma. <coughs> What's the relationship between birth, death and anātmā? Just because you say that the body was not there before birth, is not there after death, therefore is anātmā. This therefore logic, you know, again. You know this therefore logic? That you must have heard again. So, no, but therefore, the, uh, again therefore. So this tīkākāra gives, since this question will arise, it says, vivādādhyāsitav, vivādādhyāsitav, he dehaha ātmā nabhavati. Vivada adhyasito deha or vivada aspado or vivada vishaya. That deha which is vivada vishaya, which is a, a matter of contention. This gross body which is a matter of vivada or contention. Somebody says it is atma, somebody says it is not. What is it? Yayam prete vichikitsa manushe astityeke nayamastiti chayke. Prete manushe yam vichikitsa. With reference to departed mind, departed soul, there is this, this vichikitsa, this doubt is there. Astiti eke. Some people say, atma asti. They have vitekta atma asti. There is atma which is different from the body. Some people say, naim astiti chayke. Some others say that no, there is nothing other than the body. When the body dies, that is the death of atma. So some say, Therefore, whether this gross body is Atma or not is a matter of debate. And so it's a matter of contention whether the gross body is Atma or not. So we say that Deha Atma Nabhavati. We say that the gross body is not Atma. <coughs> this is called Sadhyam. What is Hetu? Karyatvat. Because it is a Karyam. Because the gross body is an effect is a product. How do you say that? Ghatadivat 
दृष्टांत इलस्ट्रेशन घटाधिवत लाइक ए पार्ट दिस ग्रॉस बॉडी इज लाइक ए पार्ट सी पार्ट सर्व इन सो मेनी पर्पजेस ऑल द टाइम दार्ट ऑलवेज कम्स घटाधिवत लाइक ए पार्ट एक्सेट्रा वॉट इज ए पार्ट पार्ट इज ए प्रोडक्ट ऑफ क्ले पार्ट इज ए मॉडिफिकेशन ऑफ क्ले पार्ट इज दैट विच हैज विच इज बर्थ विच इज डेथ इज एन इट पार्ट वॉज नॉट बिफोर इट्स बर्थ पार्ट विल नॉट बी आफ्टर इट्स इट्स ब्रोकन पार्ट इज दैट इन बिटवीन सच ए थिंग इज कार्यम ऑफ द इफेक्ट वी नो दैट द पार्ट इज इफेक्ट एंड नो पार्ट एज बींग नॉट प्रेजेंट बिफोर द बर्थ नॉट प्रेजेंट आफ्टर द ब्रेकिंग एंड देन इट इज ऑल्सो नॉट आत्मा एवरीबडी नोज दिस मच दैट पार्ट इज नॉट आत्मा घट है अनात्मा नंबर वन सो इलस्ट्रेशन मस्ट बी देयर वेयर बोथ साध्य एंड हेतु मस्ट बी प्रेजेंट एवरी वन नोज दैट पार्ट इज अनात्मा मीनिंग इट इज नॉट सेल्फ वाई इज इट नॉट सेल्फ बिकॉज इट इज कार्य इट इज अ प्रोडक्ट वाई डू सेट इज प्रोडक्ट बिकॉज इट वॉज नॉट देयर बिफोर इट्स बर्थ एंड विल नॉट बी देयर आफ्टर इट्स डेथ दैट इज अ टिपिकल कैरेक्टरिस्टिक ऑफ प्रोडक्ट विच इज सब्जेक्ट टू बर्थ एंड डेथ एनीथिंग दैट इज बॉर्न इज गोइंग टू डाई एंड दैट इज अ प्रोडक्ट पार्ट इज लाइक दैट सो इट्स अ प्रोडक्ट एंड इज अनात्मा सो इफ ऑफ दिस टू इफ वन इज फाउंड देन वी कैन इन्फर द प्रेजेंस ऑफ द सेकेंड after the death and therefore like a part it is also a karyam meaning it is an effect and that which is effect is not an atma and therefore the body also is not an atma this is all ghatadivat iti bhavah socrates was man socrates died therefore man dies you know man is mortal why because socrates died socrates was man and therefore man is mortal this is how the logic <coughs> socrates becomes the illustration you know everybody knows there is no vivada drishtant always is that where there is no debate about socrates there is no debate that he died yes he did because everybody knows that he he had to take poison and so everybody knows about his death and everybody knows that he was a man also and therefore man dies itself <coughs> okay a technical point is raised here to make some point says hetu astu sadhyam ma bhut all right in the previous inference anumanam what is hetu karyatvat is called a hetu since it is karyam or the fact what is sadhyam deha atman bhavati the deha is not atma this is sadhyam something to be proved what's the reason given for that कार्यत्वाद बिकॉज देह इज कार्य और इन इफैक्ट सो समी सेज ऑल राइट हेतु अस्तु वी एक्सेप्ट दैट द देह इज कार्य द देह इज एन इफैक्ट बिकॉज वी नो दैट इट इज बर्थ एंड इट इज डेथ एंड एफर इट इज अ कार्य और इन इफैक्ट वी एक्सेप्ट दैट बट बिकॉज ऑफ दैट यू कैनोट से दैट इज अनात्मा हेतु अस्तु मीनिंग दैट देह इज कार्यम let it be so we accept that sadhyam ma bhut but we say that the sadhya meaning deha is anatma ma bhut let it not be so because what reason do we have to say that just because something is born that it cannot be atma just because the deha is born and that it will die that that doesn't mean that it cannot be atma atma can be born atma can also die And everybody knows that I am no more there when this body is not there. Everyone also knows that I was not there before the birth of the body, and so it is a practical experience that this body is atma. And so we accept that the body has birth and death. We accept that the body is karyam or the effect, but we do not accept that the body is not atma. You see, so the hetu meaning karyatvam we accept, but sadhya meaning. anatmatvam we do not accept <coughs> why don't you accept badaka abhavat vipakshe vipakshe badaka abhavat so vipakshe meaning in taking the deha to be atma badaka abhavat we do not say any badaka 
we do not see any argument that will negate the atmatvam of the deha. So, aprayojakaha ayam hetuhu. This hetu meaning karyatvam is aprayojakaha, is something that does not prove the sadhyam. So, hetu becomes prayojaka when it can prove the sadhyam. If karyatvam can necessarily establish that something is anatma, then it is a prayojaka hetu. So, prayojaka means, so, the prayojakatvam is there when anukula tarka is there. Anukula tarka means a reasoning in keeping with what you want to prove. So, you have neither given us an anukula tarka, you have not given us a satisfactory reasoning for showing that that which is subject to birth and death cannot be atma, nor is there any other reasoning to show that what is birth and death has to be anatma. So, anukula tarka bhavat aprayojakaha hetuhu. This hetu means karyatvam is sadhya prayojakaha, meaning is not sufficient to establish what you want to prove. <coughs> Unless you can give us a, 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 a nukula tarka, unless you can give us a proper reason to show that that which is birth and death cannot be atma. Give us the reason. I say that the body, even though it is birth and death, is atma. Because I feel that I am the body and I know that I was not there before the birth, I know I will not be there after the birth, and therefore my experience shows that body is atma. You please tell me why it cannot be. He says, because you are born and die, die, you are subject to death. So what? I say Atma is subject to birth and death. Then what? So being subject to birth and death is not a sufficient reason to prove that body is not Atma. And therefore, Badaka Abhavat. Badaka means that which can negate our contention that body is an Atma. There is no, we don't find any contending argument to be present there. And therefore, your contention that because body is subject to birth and death, therefore it is an atma, is, is not proper. Therefore, aprayojako hetuhu. Hetu means being karyam is not sufficient to prove that body is an atma. <coughs> so we have to give them a, an argument which will prove that that which is subject to birth and death cannot be atma. Niti <coughs> Akrita abhyagama krita vipranashakhya bhadaka sadbhavat. We shall give you bhadaka or a problem that arises if you accept body as atma. Bhadaka means pramanantara. What we know by some other pramana, that will be contradicted. Bhadaka means contradiction. So is there any contradiction present if you accept deha as atma? He says yes. We say that a contradiction is present if we accept this body is Atma. What is the contradiction? Akruta Abhyagama. Abhyagama, arrival of Akruta, that which is not done. Kruta Vipranasha, and destruction of that which is done. This kind of bhadaka or contradiction will arise if we accept body is Atma and therefore Maevam. It cannot that body is not anatma, body is anatma. Idipariharati, he will explain that. With this, he actually refutes this contention that body is atma. Because we will prove, we will show here another reason why body cannot be atma. Or anything that is subject to birth and death cannot be atma. <coughs> Says the verse 4. Purvajan manyasannaitata Janma Sampadayet Katham Bhavijan Manyasat Karma Nabhunjite Hasanjitam Purva Janmani Asat Na Etat Janma Sampadayet Katham. It is Purojanmani Asat, that which is absent or non-existent in the previous birth. Katham Etat Janma Sampadayet. How is it possible 
that that which was absent in the previous birth or not existent in the previous birth how can it bring about this birth this birth meaning this body is definitely an effect of some cause this body is a product of some cause and when the body is born some cause must be present before the birth of the body meaning it must be present in the previous birth now if you take this body to be atma then body cannot have previous birth because body was not present before its birth and so if previous birth is not there then there is no cause for this body and body has come as an accident without any cause at all and therefore kasam sampadaye how can this body come into being all of a sudden without a prior cause bhavi janmani asat karmana bhunjita iha sanchitam bhavi janmani asat and this body which is going to be absent in the subsequent birth in future iha sanchitam na bhunjita then whatever action that we accumulate in this birth who will experience the result of these actions so suppose his atma body is atma and that dies then all the actions that are performed by this atma in this birth who will experience the results because he is dead he is gone and therefore all the actions accumulated in this birth who will experience them in that case there will be destruction of what is done so arrival of what is not done and destruction of what is done this kind of a chaos will result if you take atma as subject to birth and death that's what the tika guy explains purva janmani asat etat janma sampadayet kasam asat purva janmani asan i'm sorry purva janmani asan etat janma sampadayet kasam there's not nakara there but nakara is just duplicated purva janmani asan etat janma sampadayet kasam एकदेहूपे आत्मन पूर्वस्मी असत्वादेहत्वृष्टसंभवे अस्जन्मन अंगीक्रियमाणत्वाकृतभ्याग प्रसज्जेत आत्मन यू से दैट दिस बॉडी इज आत्मा ओके यू नो दैट एवरीबडी नोज दैट दिस बॉडी वॉज नॉट प्रेजेंट बिफोर इट्स बर्थ otherwise there will be no birth if something is present before the birth then there will be no birth at all since the body is a birth it is accepted that body was not present before its birth now if body is atma then it means that atma was not present before its birth okay then etat janma hetu adrushta asambhave what is the hetu or the cause for this birth we believe that for this this body is product of some cause in the past and what is the cause cause must be in the form of karma or adrushta so you know what adrushta is whenever we perform a karma the karma dies all right but leaves this impression behind in the form of adrushta punya and papa and that punya papa becomes the reason for the cause for the subsequent birth so this body is born as a result of adrushta now if atma was not there in the previous birth then nobody is accumulated in adrushta at all and without the hetu namely adrushta if this atma is born then what happens it is called akruta abhyagamah abhyagamah arrival or obtaining of akruta that which is not done i am stuck with this body i am stuck with all kinds of things that i have for which there is no reason at all so it becomes an accident so janma adrusht asambhave bhi asya janmanah api angi kriyamanatvat if you say that this birth is there in spite of the absence of any reason such as adrusht for bringing about this birth akruta abhyagamah prasajjeta akruta abhyagamah means you are stuck with something which you have not done suppose i was not there there is no previous birth at all this is my new birth fresh first you know and so i my life begins just from this birth in that case how do you explain 
all the various characteristics that I have. How come I am different from someone else? How will you explain the difference? Well, gene- genetically, I guess. But can genes explain everything? Can genes explain all the characteristics that I have? Well, I guess they will claim that it can. They will say that so far we do not know enough, but someday we will know and we will be able to explain everything. Swami Vivekananda asked this question. He says, if genes can explain everything, then there are so many carpenters all over the world. But when Jesus is born there, now which, you, you look in all the ancestry of that carpenter, you know, Joseph. You don't find any genes, you know, that will bring about a Jesus Christ. Or look at the ancestry of Buddha, you know. You don't find any resemblance anywhere. Or a Mahatma Gandhi or anybody for that matter. You find nothing whatever in their ancestry to justify the birth of somebody like that. And by the same token, when you have congenital, uh, you know, defective children born, also we don't find anything, you know, in the, in the genes there. And therefore, you cannot explain. If the genes can explain everything, then eight children in the same family are all different, amazingly different, you know. And so, uh, what can explain is that there must be a previous cause. And cause must be unique to individual, each one. Because everyone is unique. No one is like anyone else. No one in the creation is like anyone else. And therefore, each one must have his individual unique cause to bring about the effect in the form of this body, effect in the form of this mind, effect in the form of these experiences, effect in the form of the whole life. That is the reason why there is a science called astronomy, which is possible, or astrology. So astrology tells you, right at the birth, they make all these astrological charts, and this planet is here, and this house is there, and this fellow is here, and so on and so forth, and they predict. That prediction only shows that there is some kind of a law of continuity. Otherwise, there is no prediction at all, and otherwise you cannot explain this life at all. It will be a total accident. If everybody is born in a matter of accident, which is what they claim sometimes, you know, children say to their parents, that, uh, some, you know, this is, uh, there was no reason for me to be born. Why have you given me birth? Some children ask this to the parents, you know. And so parents say that you are an accident or whatever you are, you know. But anyway, so this is how people think that this is accident. But it cannot be an accident. There has to be a cause. There is no other accident. You see, the thing is, this is, these people who accept this birth as an accident, never accept anything else as an accident. No phenomenon in the creation is an accident. Everything has a reason. Even the movement of atom also has a reason. Everywhere, whatever happens, has always a reason. Then obviously, this also is a phenomenon in the creation. It must have a reason. Have you found any accident anywhere? No. In the, the science would not be possible if there were accidents. But then, since there is a predictability in this creation, therefore, such a thing as science is possible. If there is no predictability, there will be no science. If water would boil at 100 degrees centigrade in Russia and 120 degrees in the United States and 50 degrees in India or something like that, then there would be no science at all. And law of gravity functions differently. In one case things go down, elsewhere it goes on the side and stuff like that. There will be no, there will be total chaos, no vyavastha will be there. But we find a vyavastha, vyavastha means a harmony or a predictability, a law in the whole creation. We may not understand it well, but we know that there is law. And this, this uh, systematic uh, creation would not be possible if accidents happen. And of all the things, this human being himself is an accident, you know. Accident means there is no previous cause, it is an accident. Akasmat. See, that accident is called akasmat, you know, in Sanskrit. Kasmat means from where? Akasmat, from nowhere is called. Akasmat means accident. And so, this cannot be accident, because we cannot accept accidents. There is no accident. There is no drashtanda for that. For, for you to accept anything, there must be an illustration. For you to infer, after all, whether this body is an accident or not is a matter of inference. For you to infer that the body is an accident, please give us an illustration. That this is an accident, like that this body also is an accident. Where else do you find accident? Even the car accident that we say is not an accident is only simply the full observation of the law of continuity. The two th- objects cannot be at the same place at the same time, that's all. And then they try to be there, 
So they want to break the law. So we call it accident. It is not accident. It is only in keeping with certain laws. So he says the fellow fell. There was an accident. He fell down. It's just the observation of law of gravity. And so this is how these are what we call accidents are really what explainable phenomena only according to the laws of science. I mean laws that we have discovered. Then on what basis do you say that this body is an accident? Because there is no drastanta, drastanta abhavat. Elsewhere there is no drastanta of an accident. And for us to accept the body is an accident, we have no uh, reason for it. There is no hetu. On the other hand, we have the hetu that anything, any event that happens always has a cause. Birth is an event. Therefore, it must have a cause. Cause always precedes the effect. That's the cause which must be present before the effect. <clears throat> and therefore, whatever caused this birth must be present before the body. Before the effect was started, you know, our mating of the parents also is an effect, is also insane. That also must have a cause. This fellow is acting, you know. Even though we say that, you know, I am unnecessarily there, but you must have prompted all those things anyway, in one way or the other, for you to be ultimately born. So karmas are always acting through some agencies or the other. Anyway, that may be probably stretching it too far or whatever it is. But the point is that karma must be there for anything to happen for this body to be born. Otherwise, you cannot explain any phenomenon. <coughs> and similarly also, if the, this atma dies, other problems will come. That we'll see tomorrow. That is called Krita Vipranasha. <coughs> Om Purnamada Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachyate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnamevavashishyate Om Shanti 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 Shankaram Shankaracharyam Keshavam Badarayanam Sutra Bhashya Krutau Vande Bhagavanta Punah Punaha Ishvaro Guru Ratmedi